like to install like um, uh, what should I call it? Like up, up and down lights, like on the wood parts. What are what are up and down lights? So it's like can a, you give me a rundown? So it's on like that? a canister, like the canister lights that normally would be like flush mounted, and then they go boop boop up and down. Little, little small lights that go shoot up and down. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like you would see on a suburban porch. Like on the yeah, it's normally outside lighting, yeah. but you can have it inside as a sconce. I don't know if that's such a good idea. It would light up the window bay in the same way, but not be twinkle lights. You might as well put like John Wick style LED rope lights running up and down. Rope molding. lights are gross. <laughs> rope lights are disgusting. I don't know. I would like to know how you're going to accomplish this with your limited electrical ability. You want to install some fucking sconces? Yeah, you can buy it at Ikea and you just have to drill it to the wall and then you plug that into the timer. Okay, but you're going to have cords running all over the place. Yeah, you know you just, that, right? Yeah, you just paint them. No, come on. You don't paint cords. That's repulsive. How dare you? Why? It looks so bad when you do that. Fuck else am I going to do? There's no other way. Or just black and then they just hang really straight. Yeah, it's better to just sort of pin them straight, but I don't know. I think you need to have the cord run through the wall is what I'm getting at. Well, they can't run through the wall because that's a leaky wall, leaky window box wall. Yeah, all right. I mean, they don't have battery-powered ones. No, not everything needs to be powered by battery. I'm convinced at this point that all these, like, little battery-powered, like, electricals and things are just a sign of, like, that, like, homes with electricity are going to be, like, for the 1%, and then everyone else is going to be scrapping for batteries. That actually makes a lot of sense if you think about it. Yeah. You will own nothing and be happy. Not even have access to the electrical grid. It's a permanent subscription service for batteries. That's a thing. Yeah, or yeah. like, you know, good luck, you know, lighting, you know, writing and reading because you're going to have to have battery powers because no one everyone's going to be like, "What is candle? How do I find a taper?" and I'm like, "I'm so I'm fucking set. I got tapers for days." <laughs> I was alarmed to learn that a cousin of mine has a battery-operated ceiling fan. Yeah, that's... That is Wi-Fi connected to the light switch. Forgive forgive this, but that's retarded. Yes, it is. In like, the in re- like a regressive way, too. Yeah, I mean... It's his, a twofer. His reason for doing it was that he couldn't run the wiring for some reason. I mean, this is why they exist, right? For exactly what we're talking yeah. about. He couldn't run the wiring for some reason. Like, he didn't have access from his attic down to that particular point in the ceiling. Okay. So it was either have no ceiling fan or have the battery up one. I mean, ceiling fans are disgusting. I know, but people in Ohio... I mean, I'm sure it's an m- American thing, but are obsessed with ceiling fans. Like, when my dad moved into his new house, it was like a big point of contention that only one room had one. And we needed to absolutely like get in there and start installing these things. Like I don't, I I like a ceiling fan in a bedroom where you're like in the summertime when you don't want to blast the air conditioning. You're like, ooh, a ceiling fan would be nice. But like, common areas shouldn't have ceiling fans. You know, I feel almost exactly the opposite way. I don't oh. think bedrooms need them because you can just have a fan on a shelf or on a stand if you want a fan going. Yeah, but but in a larger room in a collective space especially with higher ceilings where it's less intrusive. Right. That's where you want one. Mm. I like the ones where it's like just fans on sticks and they're spinning around in circles. All they're, fans are on sticks kind of. No, but they're like, you know, like bladed like st- st- tabletop ones just on sticks and they circle around. I don't understand what you're talking about. It's like a Westinghouse fan, like a tabletop fan. Yeah. 
but it's a ceiling fan with fans on the end. So it spins, but it's just spinning around other spinning circles. It has more than one fan. So it's a fan with fans on it? Fans on fans on fans? Well, the sticks are Don't aren't... put a fan on a fan. Only fans. Oh. <laughs> it is an only fans <laughs> fan. Um, what, what, what do you think, like, what poor discount um, appliances website ended up selling that domain to the pornographers? I mean, better than only flans. Hmm? A site for, you know, jiggly caramel sauce cake, pudding cake. Oh, flan. Flan. <laughs> That's oh. the Ohio way of saying flans. it. Flans. Oh, you have the flan. I want an avocado and I want some flan. <laughs> Ew. Oh, no. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, anyway you all go. warmed up on your battery screed and yeah. talking about appliances. Yeah, I, I'm, I got, I'm, I'm juiced up now, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really tired right now. Uh, it's kind of a bad time to report, record the podcast, uh-huh. you know. I had a, ate a lot of carbs, mm-hmm. and I'm blowing right through night nap time, but not you. <laughs> You're about it. Can I play the video on the podcast <laughs> no. so we can just hear the little sound? <laughs> Can I play it? Sure. I don't think it's going to be loud enough. For I'm going to see if it, I'm going to take the chance and see if it picks up. I hate this so much. Just so everyone knows this, in my own home, I get attacked every day. Oh God damn it! Fuck. Oh, what? No, it doesn't. It's pick not. Up. No. God damn it! Oh man. All right, cut that part out. <sighs> anyway, as we've chronicled in the past, I took a very funny video of Will <sighs> because he snored initially, so I know it's coming. I know the erupting wake-up is coming, and all I need to do is turn my weary lens on an unsuspecting victim. And he snored and opened his mouth like a little ventriloquist (laughs) puppet, and then he woke himself up, and it's all on tape. I think my my jaw just finally relaxed, and then that's how the sound escaped, but it just fell open like a fucking nutcracker, and now I have shame. It's very unsettling looking. It's unnatural. (laughs) I thought I usually just, like, you know, my my head falls back and then the jaw opens and then I'm just like. <sighs> you were sleeping for a good long time tonight. That was a longer <laughs> night nap than usual. It was well beyond 10 minutes. It was 20. It was 20. I, I was feeling it today. I think I'm dehydrated. I don't know. I have the opposite problem right now. I've been drinking too much water. Oh, sounds like heaven. Yeah. No, I, I think I'm dehydrated and I think also just getting up at like 630 for two days. You're just like, oof. Oof. Yeah, that's too early. I got up at 8 today, and I felt like that was early. For a Sunday, that's too early. What, well, it was, what, are you, what are we trying to do here? It's a Sunday. You're trying to like relax. Well, my plan was to do drugs today, but then I ended up running out of time to do that. I told you last night I wanted to do a hit of acid today. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. So I got up at 8 thinking, all right, I got to get all my stuff done and have a solid like 10 to 12 hour window before sleepy time to fit this in. But it turns out it takes a long time to do stuff. Yeah. And by the time I got through all my list of things, it was the middle of the afternoon. And I was like, well, shit. It's too late now. I can't be up till 2 in the morning, you know? Mm. I don't even know if this thing's going to work or not. This right. Tab, but I can't take that chance on a Sunday. On a Saturday, maybe. Yeah, on a Saturday. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's, that's yeah. I I think the reason why I didn't I didn't have a drug addled youth is because I was like I don't have time for this I really don't have time for this with what time am I doing this? Yeah, I mean when you're a youth though you got nothing but time. What difference does it make to you whether you're up all night? You're up all night anyway. We got mo- we're making money moves. We're you know 
working. We're doing schools, you know. We're doing Martha Stewart sleep time, up reading until four in the morning, waking up at 8 a.m., bouncing bouncing out of bed going, hmm, I feel refreshed. Oh, God, man. School was brutal. And I don't mean college. I oh. mean pre-college school. The wake-up times for high school students in particular are insane. I think I did that as well, though. I think I would stay up until one and then wake up at six. Yeah, that's kind of what everybody did. I think I even had to wake up before six. What? My homeroom was at 7, 10 a.m. Excuse me. Yeah, that's when I had to be at school. I had to be there by then. I think I had to be at school at 8. That's great. Did you get off late, though? 2. Really? We got out at 2.20. I don't remember, quite frankly. I mean, you know that the reason that the high school kids go early is so that they can get the buses on schedule. They do it in descending order. So high school goes the earliest, followed by middle school and then elementary school. I'm not a plea, but I never took the bus to school. You never took the bus? No. Never once? No. What did you do? Walk? No. How'd you get there? I was driven. Your parents drove you to school every day your entire school career? Uh Uh-huh. How is that possible? They didn't have jobs? Mom didn't work until, like, you know, later. Why did they do that? There was a bus on offer, right? Not in Catholic. Catholic school buses, who's taking that? Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. I can't speak from experience, but I knew quite a few people that went to Catholic school. And no, that yeah. does seem correct that most of them didn't take the bus. There's not enough kids to do that because you're sending them all the f- all higgledy piggledy all over the place. And right. It's like no, and nobody got time for that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I tried to stop taking the bus as soon as I was able. As soon as I had my driver's license, that was it. I never took the bus again. But that, oh yeah, that meant I took the bus until mm, part way through my sophomore year. But at that point, I was friends with a bunch of seniors that would pick me up and drive me places. Yeah, I mean, I I started. Once I started driving, I was like, hello, I would like a, a, a pass for car, car, please. And they're like, you live like six blocks away. I'm like, yes, and it's cold. I need to take my giant Oldsmobile and drive into school every day. Yeah, it's pretty insane thinking back that children of that age are allowed to drive at all. Well, and also that many of us had our own cars at the time. That's so wrong. Is it? I mean, it doesn't seem crazy when you're growing up in the suburbs. Like, I mean, what other cars way cost is there? like eight hundred bucks. Used cars were like eight hundred bucks. I guess so. It was no money. Yeah, you know, it's not like we're. No, there were like people who would drive around like their like parents would lease them cars. I'm like, well, I'm not that. It's not really about the money. It's just about being in control of an asset like that, and like having that freedom of motion. It seems wrong. In my advanced age to give that power to teenagers. Yeah, but the teenagers have to go to like their after-school jobs, and you're not driving them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it does get the parents off the hook for a lot. I mean, my parents never drove me to school. I think that was very rare. Unless I had to be late for some reason. Hmm. Like, if I had a doctor's appointment, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, And my mom didn't work most of the time when I was growing up. She didn't get a job really until I was in high school. Oh, so she could have dropped you off and chose not to. <laughs> yeah, no, because the buses were fine. Oh. Like, y- you know, in the suburbs at a big public school, my high school was a few... The graduating classes were like probably almost 500 people. So yeah, no. that's a 2,000 kid school, right? Like, they had so many buses. I mean, the bus that I took only serviced my little development, which was basically five blocks. Okay, yeah, no. And um, that was it. I don't think there were 500 people in my high school total. Yeah, that's crazy. So, and in grade school, there were like, 50, class sizes were 15. That's great. My classes were like closer to 30. Yeah, no. So that, that tracks. Uh-uh. Nah. 
Catholic school? No, no, no. Absolutely not. No. Well, that's you're already whole, pe- paying to be there. Yeah. How dare they provide an additional service on top of that? What? A bus? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I mean, whatever. We also had to pay... Because we, we had to pay for buses for bad wine. Uh, It's fine. Mm. We had to pay for buses for field trips. They'd be like, bring in $5 for the bus. And I'm like, excuse me. Yeah. For precious cargo to drive you around to the... Everybody know. had to do that. I remember having to do that as well. Or, I mean, you know, it was never specified that it was for the bus. Mm. Although, I'm sure part of it went to the overtime for the bus driver uh, that was doing that in the middle of the day. Because usually the bus drivers would be off of work. I think it's like a tip for the bus drivers. Yeah, maybe. I don't really know. Because mm. I feel like, I don't know. Otherwise, like now, wouldn't you just be like, let's just get some Uber XLs and get these fuckers where we're going? That would be so much more expensive. What? Are you kidding me? Yes. For like 15 kids, I'd be like, get three Ubers. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It depends on how far away it is, man. But just I really, guess. just think about that for two seconds, and I think you'll know the answer. <sighs> what if you have a coupon? Like, you referred all the other teachers just to get the coupons? What, you had like a customer service problem with Uber, and they're like, we'll give you 10% off your next ride, yeah, and uh-huh. you choose to use it on your students? You know what? Given the state of teachers in America <laughs> that's probably today, it. <laughs> I'm sure that's happening all the time. You saw the thing, right, from a few weeks ago of the teachers scrambling around on the hockey rink for money? Yeah, that was sad. Yeah, it was sad. Wasn't it like dollar bills, like they were strippers? It yeah. Wasn't, it wasn't even like big bills. No, I think that in, I think it was a total of like $3,000 split amongst six teachers. Just give them the cash. I Why know. are we scrambling in an undignified And then what happens manner? to the cash that they didn't pick up? Like, does just nobody get that? Yeah, basically it yeah. rolls over to the next, you know, grab pile of capital punishment mm-hmm. mm. at least throw them in a dunk tank at the county fair like we used to do <sighs> like Dunkin' dollies you get to dunk the principal at prom what at, there was a school sanctioned after prom uh-huh and uh that was one of the things at it was the principal you know sat in his undies on a on a plank thing and you threw baseballs at it i tried to dunk what? Him. he wasn't wearing like the suit like so it was i'm sure he comical. was wearing a bathing suit yeah even still, if you put a shirt on, no one needs to see it. Full suit would be crazy. I think he had a t-shirt on. Okay, yeah. The, the you, assistant principal you, was a lady. You that would have been much more interesting you, okay. in you, retrospect. You're drawing very harrowing pictures of suburban schooling extracurriculars. Yeah, well, again, an, another thing from a few weeks ago, that school in Kentucky where like all the students and teachers were giving each other lap dances and like pretending to suck each other off and stuff at the school dance. Excuse me? Yeah. What? That happened in Kentucky. I mean, it, you okay. know, reality used to be a lot more fun before history ended. Apparently, it's still going on in Kentucky. Good for them, but... What? I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> It's the grogginess. I know. I'm throwing a lot at you after nap time. <laughs> it's really it's really hitting me real hard, and I'm getting very confused. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't, I, I'm so, I don't know. I just read a, um, an interview with uh, uh, maybe Fionca. Alia Shawkat. Yeah. yeah. Um, where she was like, they were like, you know, the show Search Party was like ostensibly like a send up of like millennials when it was first, you know, pitched to the public or whatever. Um, and then it just became other things. And she was like, and the person asked like, so this was a show about millennials. Do you know any, you know, Gen Z people? And she's like, yeah, but I don't, they don't want to like know stuff that they don't know. Like they don't want to, you know, millennials are like, well, I got really into this. 
so then you know you start telling someone all the things that you learned about your deep dive into niche thing uh-huh i i i assume you can relate to this yeah because you do this um but she was like yeah they don't they don't really want to know that they don't want to know like you know the depths of you know terrible choices and like learning and figuring out references in film or whatever um and they're all just she's like they're all just like having like deep you know psychic sexual connections and she's like oh no your 20s are supposed to be bad fucking and i was like yeah speak speak truth to power sister uh that's a little bit all over the place like i don't think it doesn't make a lot of sense right to like make a broad generalization like that about an entire generation i I don't i don't think that's true i think there's probably something to be said about uh shorter attention spans and like the kind of media that they take in making them just have a different like mental architecture i think that's not suitable to like reading wikipedia i think it's the deep like nihilism of like who cares nothing matters anyway yeah that's where it's where it's you know like i don't really need to know about like you know the specific avenues of how like the certain vinyl led to david you know david bowie hearing it and then having a a thought about whatever the fuck you know just a for example of pop culture you know um yeah you know like we we talk a lot about like i don't think the kids would like john mouse for instance you know i don't know anything about john mouse so that one's lost on me you know that song rights for gays no it's funny oh and stupid. I don't know. If you're like pushing forty in, in Bushwick, you love that shit. But then I think he was racist, so I don't know. Cool. Or maybe Hansy. I don't know. <laughs> we can't keep track anymore. I can keep you know, you get canceled, you don't or was that Ariel Pink that's racist? Ariel Pink, I think, was at January sixth, right? <laughs> yeah. Well that's right. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh boy. Um God damn it. I'm, my brain is scrambled now, too. This is a lot of references. Um, See, but we like references. I, I love a reference. You throw me a little, little boop, boop, like a button on something, and I'm like, ooh, I got that. I appreciate that. Sometimes it's hard to keep track of, though. Um, going yeah, yeah. going back a couple seconds, uh, I think with Zoomers, maybe. Oh, yeah, this is what I was going to say. We talk a lot about like how the decline of like the tactility of things has happened uh-huh. like design objects have gotten worse like most things you encounter in your life are like pretty hollow right they're they're yeah. thin conceptually and materially i wonder if that contributes at all no now you're getting halo effect and i'm getting blinded is it better now yes okay yeah, just lean back in the chair i can't i don't get to move around i have back <sighs> problems okay um stop interrupting me sorry um <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> continue we're going to turn the light off in a second. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to do it right now. Or just or just aim it another way. Just aim it up. Oh. Okay. And cutting out go. two minutes and coming back now. <laughs> okay. If I can remember it. Um, material and spiritual decline, right? Yeah. And things being hollow. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to Zoomers, I wonder if their lack of interest in like these niche chains of knowledge comes from the idea that there isn't really an archaeology to anything in the world anymore like when you look at an ikea shelf there's nothing about it when you have your hands on it that would lead you to be interested in any aspect of it because every aspect of it is like a thing from home depot like everything's become um several layers of simulation deep such that you can't unless you're very curious like 
suss out any origins to anything. There's no reason to follow like a historical chain and discover like what influenced what. So you're saying like so say you know this little little guy behind me right here it's just like oh yeah that ikea thing and they're just like oh no ikea just isn't like an a priori thing in the world yes because it is it is many levels of abstraction removed from reality ikea is just ikea and especially if you were born into that world i guess you didn't transition from like an era when in the 90s you had like solid wood furniture for the most part everywhere right and then Ikea comes along and you start to see it creep in slowly and like, oh, now there's an Ikea in Pittsburgh. So every fifth house in the suburbs has a couple Ikea things in it. And you're like, oh, that's novel and interesting. But that's like, like yeah, like a, a fun surprise. You're like, oh, you went to you went and got an Ikea. Well, it starts out that way. But my point is that eventually it just becomes ubiquitous. And then you're born to a world where everybody just has Ikea everything and nobody has any solid anything anymore. Right. And I think you can apply that to like almost every every item and every concept in the world. Like, you're born into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right, in terms of movies. You don't think of movies in terms of, like, oh, this is as good as Taxi Driver or not. Like, it just doesn't occur to you. All of your your movies, in quotes, that you've ever seen are giant corporate collaborations. So I wonder if that leads to a lack of curiosity at a certain point, because you're, you're just encountering a world of very thin things. It doesn't occur to you to investigate things in depth. Like it's very I literal. I don't know if it's about you know. It it must you know you know cross the bow of like oh I guess there's more more there to figure out but like I wonder if it's just a matter of like mm, am I gonna figure out what I can already kind of intuit and is that enough to get by? Well, first of all, I think that most people stop right there anyway. Well, yeah, but it's not even a generational question. I'm trying to like deflect it away from Zoomers a little bit because we yeah. we do that too, making broad generaliz- generalizations about them and about our generations and stuff. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Broadly, that doesn't that doesn't always make sense. There's a lot of overlap between generations. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I saw I don't know. I saw kids. This is me being old. Kids walking on Flushing Avenue wearing like truly like scene kid style, like big puffy coat skinny flare jeans and like boots with the fur boots and like raw hair yeah i honestly went oh no we can't be doing this oh no 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 you have to you have to dive a little deeper kids because not everything is just on the table as a good thing that's retro to you know replay well to them it is man every we've had this conversation so many times because everybody said the same thing in the early 2000s about fashion from the 70s or whatever the 80s later Like it's okay. You gotta you gotta let him. You gotta let him go. I'm not having this conversation again. Yeah, but I, you know, I I, I would like a, a listener to do a count on the podcast of how many times Will has complained about the fashion of Zoomers. <laughs> I would really like to know because I think it gets a mention almost every episode. No, I think it's like six. No way. I think it's no six. way. Triple that, at minimum. We've done. You know, we're nearing 150 episodes here. Mm, okay. I would. I so would, twelve. I don't think you've ever made it three without mentioning. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> um, I do want to uh, sidebar or not sidebar. Like, uh, there's, you know, I asked you like, what what's your ins and outs? And I found this very fun, um, this very funny ins and outs trend forecast. Oh, by the way, uh, I just published that after show that we discussed that on today. Oh, I'd been lazy about it and hadn't done any over the holidays, so the after shows oh. are behind the regular episodes now. Oh. Oops. Where the one from three weeks ago just came out. 
Oh. And that's the one we discussed this on. So, it, oh, you know, great. for our premium listeners, it'll make a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, so this one was, um, you know, uh, what was it called? Fast food shaming out. Burt's Bees products out. Which I was like, okay. Wait, wait, wait. S- slow down. Let's let's take these one by one. What does yeah. fast food shaming out mean? Like shaming people for eating fast food. I really hope that's not out. That should be more in as time goes on. What does the person say about this? You're looking at your phone right now. Do they have like a little... No, it's just a list. It's just a just Fast a list. food shaming. Come on. Yeah, no. We love fast food here at Green and Lewis, but you should be ashamed of eating it. Let's yeah, be it's honest. Not a great, it's not a great thing for you. No. Yeah. Um, what was the second one? Um... Burt's Bees products yeah. out? Yeah. That's not. That's already been, yeah. Having takes on things you don't know anything about out. People would like it to be, but it's definitely never going to stay. Um, finding a signature fragrance. I, I don't mean, I'm not the audience for that yeah. one. You could speak mm-hmm. to that. Speak to it. I, I've already been done. Once again, we're trying to kill time here on the podcast. Can you know, I'm pointing at the recorder, so slow down. Let's talk about it. I know. And I was about to move. It's a, there's three screenshots. I have the, a lot to go through. Talk about the fragrance. I, I, I know how to have a conversation. Fragrance, go pig. <laughs> I've already been uh, on my my journey with... Uh, oh, fuck. I left my AirPods at the store. Um, I've already been on a signature fragrance uh, journey. I've found now two. I'm on, to, I'm on my second one. So we have a Beredo Oud and Mortel. Very expensive, yeah. but very subtle. Mm-hmm. Can be day to night. Masculine, but not too. Just like me. <laughs> okay. Because, <laughs> you know, you know, I'm a hairy bearded man, but, you know, gay. Wrists yeah. out. Uh-huh. Um, and then the Italian citrus, which is the take on the, Afri- you know, previously mentioned on previous podcasts, Aqua de Parma. Right. But with a little less floral. It's a little more spicy. Oh, okay, okay. Which one are you leaning towards at this point? Uh, I'm trying to see if the uh, Italian citrus has lasting power all day, and it's very light, so it's kind of annoying. Oh, maybe you're not getting the pheromonal reactions from your fellow gays that you would appreciate? I don't see You're not being lusted after in the streets? I mean, I don't really go anywhere where, you know, in my (laughs) day-to-day, it's only, like, going out that I see another, you know, homosexual ever, so it's a little tricky. Um... But, like, when people hug you, they're like, ooh, like, that's the treat. Oh, okay. You it's know, a hug it's, treat. Yeah, it's like, you know, if you're close, you get to you get to smell the good smell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Spike Seltzer out. I agree, actually. Dime Square out. Uh, Probably. I mean, Anna Katchian just got COVID. Did, did you hear about any of this? It's kind of no. crazy, actually. So she's been very vocally unvaxxed, right? And then she and she's like notorious for making fun of people with like autoimmune disorders with long COVID things like this for you know basically being, uh, what's the term? Not charlatans, but like over exaggerating mm-hmm. and basically saying like this is all in your mind. And then she got a bad case of COVID that resulted in an autoimmune disorder. Well, and now uh, Twitter is a flutter <laughs> with fuck you takes on her i feel bad for her honestly but i don't know yeah her and dasha both got covid dasha had to get the vax because she's an actress and she was fine oh yeah i mean and anna got it bad anyway it's embarrassing that i know that much about that i, yeah, you, I really wish that i didn't so dime square out agree yeah dime square <laughs> is uh, out um chess out wrong well 
Uh, yeah, I think this chess is, is eternal. Like, what is this list? I mean, I that's know. so stupid. Chess has been around since the Middle Ages. The World Chess I Championships got just got the most viewership they've ever gotten this year. I, this, I think, is from the point of view of a lady and, you know, probably dates some dude who's, like, watching chess tournaments. So, what? yeah, what this list actually is is just wish casting about things I wish my boyfriend didn't like. Yeah. Red Scare and Chess. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, vodka Red Bull in. Wrong. Espresso Martinis fuck? out. I, I Absolutely. Absolutely. They made a comeback this year, and I, I would never, because that's disgusting. If a martini doesn't have cold gin, vodka, if you're desperate. M- martinis have no flavors other than olives in them or a lemon peel. That's it. Those are the acceptable flavors of martini. Well, it's also depending on your tribe. If you're straight, only an olive. If you're gay, with a twist. Agreed. Um, uh, Finger Lakes in, Catskills out. I don't know where the Finger Lakes are. I don't know either. Um, is that like really far upstate New York? I think is it's that like near Buffalo? West. I think it's Wester. Like near Pennsylvania, like the Alleghenies? I think people are trying to make, um, what's the thing in, like the Poconos a thing, but in Pennsylvania, because it's cheaper. Well, yeah, much like the other topics on this list, what that author is saying is I'm resentful that I can't afford a house in the Catskills because everyone fled for covid yeah. And drove up the real estate prices. So now I have to live in Pennsylvania. Now my Airbnbs are fucking wicked expensive like if I want to go to the country. Yeah. By the way, Pennsylvania is not nearly as pretty as upstate New York. No. I'm just going to throw that out you there. You need the, the po- higher elevation. The Poconos are a shit show. Yeah. They don't look good. Blamed. They just don't have the right landscape. You know, like the farther. You need a river. The farther down you get in the Appalachian Mountains until you get f- way farther south, like West Virginia and, you know, the southern states, uh-huh. it gets pretty again in a different way. But there's that middle section there that is basically the entire state of Pennsylvania mm-hmm. where it's not like beautiful rolling hills nah. and it's not like craggy and mountainous uh-uh. like parts of upstate New York and like New Hampshire and Vermont can be. Me- me- middling hills. It's just boring. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait to drive through it tomorrow. Shoot me. Um, stealing Surfer Girl Valor in, stealing Ballerina Valor out. I think that's been a thing for I a while. don't know what that means, but I think through context clues, mm-hmm. I can make sense of it. Who was stealing ballerina valor? Like the all, surf girl thing, also just seems like it's been around for twenty years. What is what is that? Well, mean? like the the you know the French boat neck stripe t shirts on girls and like doing like a, a legging with it and pretending you're French. Okay, yeah, I would agree then that that's probably past. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. all those all the people who did that in their mid twenties are now thirty five and. Right, it's Went not a good two look. sizes in the leggings, and it's not a good look anymore. You can't be like a like a little girl. No, beyond a certain point. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Um, conventionally produced wine in, natural wine out. We kind of talked, talked about, about that, that on that. After yeah, show. I was like, yeah. yeah, all right. Pot pies, just a statement, and I said, okay, I'm here for it. Pot pies in, that just means? pot pies. Yeah, I'm guessing yes. That huh. it's go- they're going to come back. I don't know how I feel about that, honestly. I like a meat pie. I'm not the biggest fan, but it doesn't offend me either. Um, deep breathing exercises in mindfulness out. In That's sort of an apples and oranges comparison. Yeah, yeah. I don't really get that. Like, Mindfulness is a more all-encompassing practice than a simple exercise, right? Deep breathing seems like a subset of, of a certain mi- community yeah. of mindful people. Yeah. I don't know. I think like I don't know. I don't know. Commodified spirituality out. Generally, that's the that's, that's the hardline stance of Green and Lewis. That yes. should be yes. Yeah. Um. Uh, clogs. 
were they ever in? I don't know. These this is all girl stuff. Who cares? I don't know. I've been wanting a pair of Birkenstock, the closed toe Birkenstocks. Like I mean, I, whatever. Looking, I, looking very hooty in the boat, blowfish. Once again, it's much ado about nothing because these things are just things. Like like people wearing well, Birkenstocks. That's been around for fifty years. Yeah. that's not going away. Fish eye lens renaissance. In terms of what? Pictures. I mean, skateboarders I, never stop. Yeah, I was gonna say like, that's why I was so. like, maybe this you would you know have an opinion about. Yeah, I mean, they're good for certain types of sports and action filming, but as like a stylistic affectation for your photographs to like look not so ill composed because they have distortion on them. Yeah. Eh. No, learn how to shoot a picture. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um. Just says twee revival. In parentheses, sorry. And I don't know what that means. What's twee? Does that mean like Wes Anderson movies? Maybe. Do you know what I mean? Like stuff that's sort of cute Too and cute. quirky? Yeah. I think that's what twee means. I think it, I just think Zoe Deschanel when someone says twee. I'm thinking very early 2000s, like indie rock, you know, soft indie rock, like listening to Iron and Wine and Feist. being like Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really? Is that gonna? I mean, you know what? That's kind of that's, that's, that's on that's on the yeah, that's kind of do in terms of yeah. trend cycles. It's been a while. Everything's you know because everything's all about hip hop now. I'm just thinking in terms of music because mm. I think that's the last time I could identify Twee in my life was when I was really into like the Postal Service. Still am. So yeah, I was like two weeks ago. Like, yeah, but, I mean, but like in the early 2000s when that was super prevalent, right? And now for the last 15 years, everything's been oriented around hip hop. So it has a different like a different and energy pop. to it. And then like SoundCloud rappers came along and turned everything like depressing again. Yeah. So maybe now there needs to be like cute depressing instead of like sad depressing. Ugh. But isn't that like like maybe the Zoomers will get all nostalgia pilled because they're getting a little older, you know? Isn't that just Taylor Swift re recording things? Uh I don't know, like covering things? No, she is re recording all of her things from fifteen years ago because she doesn't own the rights. Whoa, what? Really? You don't wait, know wait, about wait, this wait. in tell culture? Me, tell me this story, yeah. Okay, so some, I don't know if it's like one of the, the bad music guys, like the Dr. Luke's or the, you know, whatever the fuck producer people, sure. like own the right own the masters. Right. And she's like, oh, the f- I can't buy them. So I'll just re-record them. So there's like album Taylor's version. So she's just re-recording. She's like, I am the songwriter, so it doesn't matter. Right. So it's just, they just own that recorded version of it. So if I make a a re-recorded version and then say only play this one then we can kill the original hang on though is this like a is this like an abbey road situation where like phil specter fucked with a lot of mccartney and lennon's songs in the final cut and they didn't like them so later on they would release versions that were like stripped down or like how they would have composed them is she doing that too oh uh, yeah they are stylistically different or the lyrics change or but like the core stays the same damn I mean, my my initial cynical reaction to that was like, oh, here we go again. Like, Taylor Swift is just recycling herself because we're all out of imagination. You know, like that. No, old, this is about like old line. This is about some monies and some you know power. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a cynical look at it too. But I think it's I don't know. I think that's kind of interesting. Like, how interesting would it be? Has there ever been a visual artist that like in their late career repainted their own paintings? Like people kind of do versions <sighs> of things all the time, but I can't think of an example of like where someone like like if picasso in 1972 had been like you know what i'm gonna make another shot at guernica he wouldn't have it in him right but like i'm trying to think of an example like that and i can't think of one 
Jasper Johns does this all the time, but that's, that's, not, true. that's not really fair because he's just like, I'm, I've always, I, this is my thing. Right. So it's not really a, you know. And it's, it comes from a, visual art's a hard analogy because it just comes from a different motivation. Like, yeah. repetition has a different meaning in visual images than it does in like re recording music. That's not really the same. No, yeah. You're like, no. Um, unless you would like try to, uh, I guess that, that, what was that movie like um, Before Sunset, Before Sunrise, that trilogy? Link Ladder, yeah. Like, those were all versions of the same thing. Well, it was one story just told over three different epics in one lifetime. But, like, you know, you know many decades apart from the first one until the last yeah, one. Yeah, but it wasn't like a remake of the movie. Like, like a, a closer thing would be, actually, movie studios do this all the time. Matrix Reloaded or what was no, it called? No, not even, because that's like, a, I mean, that's sort of, Matrix Res Resurrections is, in a sideways way, sort of a version of this. But I'm talking about more like, you know, they made, like, John Carpenter made Halloween in 1979 or oh, whatever, right. and then they make Halloween again, which is a or total it, reboot yeah. and new director and blah, blah. And it's the, literally the same exact That's story true. points yeah. and stuff, but like rejiggered for a new culture. But still has Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Movie, Yeah, movies have been doing the remake Well, there's going to be a new Scream. For a long time. Oh, I'm, man, yeah, okay. Not, not a thing, and that's not a quality enough movie to need to redo it. I Is it? It's like, it brought... Look, I haven't it brought horror to like the masses, and you know, I haven't seen it in many years. But I will tell you this: I think that things from the early two thousand in general, but specifically, that was in the nineties. That was like nineteen ninety eight. Oh, okay, all right, fine. F things from nineteen ninety five to two thousand five never hold up well. No, almost never. That was too um... transitional a moment. For one, on a superficial level, technology changed so much in that time that but when you go back, people still love watching Friends. You know, yeah. Some some things are evergreen. I I'll concede you watch that. Watch Seinfeld, of course. But uh, the technology point. Just let me oh, spit okay. it out. Yeah, is that when you go back and things are like handled with payphones, it's really jarring because oh, things right. start to feel like period pieces when they're not meant well, to they be. They are, and they have become this. Yes. Um, but that that difference wasn't so stark in 1995, all the way back to probably like 1945, right? As it was in just a quick ten year span. So there's that. Then there's also just like the aesthetics and the sensibility of that time was very odd, because like the Cold War was over, people's like energy was just different. A, a new set of problems hadn't really happened yet, and prosperity was pretty high. So there's like there's a weird attitude in those things that doesn't translate anymore. It was you know. Talking about this in terms of Scream doesn't really make a lot of no, sense. No, but, but like, you know, this is why Gap existed in the 90s and was hot in the 90s. Everything was plain. Old Navy, too. Every, the whole idea was like, just be plain and have clothes. Like, to use a really basic, easy example that I can, you know, flesh out is like, you know, what did you want? You just wanted khakis that you could maybe wear to your office job, but also maybe wear on the weekend, you know, because you didn't need two separate closets of like suit and tie dress anymore. Right. Um, and you had to get your lime green button down for your flashy days. Yeah. 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 I remember very distinctly when my dad didn't have to wear a suit to work anymore. Yeah. Uh, that was, and I would say it was probably like 1995, like yeah. almost exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is where you have this kind of, you know, people lose direction and then they just go, Oh, well that was a choice I didn't have to make. And now I have to make a choice how to dress myself. I would like plain, please. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, sure. The other thing is, I mean, like Zizek talks about this and it actually 
Adam Curtis has an amazing sequence in one of his documentaries where he shows all these movies from 1999 and 2000 that show all this disaster that look a lot like 9-11 and then Mm -hmm. 9-11 happened. Right. And Zizek says the same thing. Like a lot of the cultural production of that era was like anticipating something large. Independence Day, Armageddon. Right. Without the threat of nuclear war in the Soviet Union anymore. Like there was a strange kind of malaise of like anticipation, like in August 1914 situation, but like people weren't even aware of it. Yeah. It was so much more diffused than that. Right. So like things from that era have that, have that quality. And then when you go back and watch them, it's like, like, I don't know, like the the matrix is actually a good example of the first one. Cause like you watched that with fresh eyes, having never seen it from a 2021 perspective. And we're like, this is garbage. Yeah. It was hot garbage. And it's one of the greatest movies like ever made, Uh... but I think it has. I think it has that vibe, too. Yeah, it was not great. I mean, and then I don't know. It, that's also colored by like if you don't see the thing, and then you just know like Columbine happens. You know, you're like oopsies. Well, Columbine happened before the Matrix. I did. Yeah, with the long coats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? I huh? forget what year Columbine was, but that was like closer to the mid '90s. I want to say. Really? Pretty sure. Huh. I'm going to I'm going to take a stab and say 96. 1999. It was 99. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, then you know, the Matrix would have been being made before it happened. Mm. The Matrix came out in 99. Oh yeah, wow. But who you know, chicken egg which one? Who knows. Um no, I mean, I don't know. What kind of argument are you making? Are you like Glenn Beck all of a sudden do violent video games and like movies create mass shootings no because we know that marilyn manson did it right (laughs) yeah um anywho uh yeah so yeah i don't know i don't i don't think we're you know i don't know how we got to that other than well we were talking recording yeah Yeah. we were talking about remakes so what what comes after taylor swift um oh because somehow got there with treat glass bricks coming back i don't want that Ooh, like in a '70s home where they're the like slightly deformed ones that kind of cloud the, the ripple. Light. Yeah, my aunt and uncle in their first home in Independence, Ohio, had one of those walls, and I loved it. It's so gross. That is the most '80s shit. Uh, here's me. the thing: is if you're gonna do that, you have to bring back wood paneling. You have to bring back shag carpet. Like it's a whole vibe. You can't just insert glass bricks into like IKEA sur- surroundings no. and have it make any sense. You got to like f- go whole hog into like you know. Jackie Treehorn's house. Who? The Big Lebowski. I mean, that's a little bit more modernist, not so seven. That would but not. No, no, no. Yeah, I, that house is no, absolutely. What not. I'm getting at is like a a, a porno. A, yeah, a vintage porno vibe is what you have to. Or like you know the. Do you remember the uh, late '80s, early '90s show Empty Nest? No, I don't. Starring old people is like a Golden Girls spinoff. Can I insert something really quick? Sure. I just saw a meme while you were taking a nap <laughs> that I spun around to show you, but you were fast asleep. <laughs> that definitively states, and it is true, I looked it up on Wikipedia, the women in the first season of Golden Girls were younger, younger than, what, than yeah. the women in Sex and the City currently. Yes, I am aware of this, yeah. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Yeah, they were younger, yeah. Remember when we were watching Sex in the City? What's it called now? And just like and that. And just like that. And I was like, you mean the ten minutes maybe that we got through before? Yeah, because when, it's, oh, this is cringe. Gotta it's turn really off. uncomfortable to watch elderly people behave like millennials. <sighs> Cult of youth. It's bad. It's Let people bad. be old. It's fine. 
like also Cynthia Nixon should be talking about her dialysis machine <laughs> and how she needs to get neck shortening surgery. Well, you know, do you want to spoil what happens later in the season? Yes, please. I do not give a shit about that show. She gets um she's supposed to be helping Carrie who has hip surgery. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. So she's supposed to be the nurse, but um Carrie's bo- bo- podcast boss. Yeah. Who is uh they them Sarah Rodriguez sarah ramirez finger blasts uh what's her face cynthia Cynthia nixon Nixon. yeah into outer space after they drink a bottle of tequila and smoke weed oh yeah oh no Mm -hmm. and then uh charlotte's daughter comes out as non-binary has to be called rock (sighs) yeah so they're all just kind of handling it they're going through their middle it's i mean what is very funny to me is that you know there's many archetypes of men in middle age crisis but like listen ladies be getting old too but like you know we can't all just be diane lane and unfaithful and bang really hot 22 year old spanish men i would like I mean, to all the time yes but you know. yes you can't like that that is the dignified way to get old and explore your sexuality. Yeah, but then Richard Gere is going to shoot him, and that I can't have that. Is, you know, treat uh, cheat on your dead bedroom husband with somebody younger than you. Dead but bedroom. <laughs> for God's sake, keep it to yourself. Do you know what I mean? I've never yeah. seen this movie. You've referenced this Diane Lane movie a million times. I feel like I do know it, but I've never seen it. I've never watched it all the way through, but it it was a moment. But all I'm saying is like is like listen, the French ha- figured this out a long time ago. Okay. Everybody gets a mister or a mistress and you just kind of don't talk about it with the person that you're married to, but the understanding is that it's there. There's no reason to call yourself ENM. You're not Polly, you're not a swinger, you're just a person. And as you get older, sure. You need to open it up a little bit. You get a little bit bored of the same mouth or whatever. <laughs> but wow. But for for God's sake, we don't need to make a show about it. We're Cynthia Nix is it's getting fucking blasted by an NB. That's insane. That's crazy. Yeah. Think, okay. Remember in the- Carrie's kitchen while Carrie is going, I would like to pee, but she's stuck in bed. Oh, God. Remember a while ago, uh, I showed you that meme of the Wojak with the pilgrim hat on, the the who needs the Turk OC8? Yes, and I And there was a comment everything. below it that said, imagine seeing this even like five years ago. Uh-huh. That's how I feel about the Sex in the City scene that you described. Well, Imagine if somebody in 2002 was like, told you that that was going to be season five. You'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, like if you had given someone in 2002, if you told them that, and then you were like, here's a time machine. You only have two options. You can either go back and kill baby Hitler or you can see if I'm right. Almost everybody would pick the latter. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think like... That's crazy. What I think the genius of just like that is, is that it's... I think the first two episodes were written bad on purpose just to be like, ooh, what a shit show. So they could have like a redemptive arc because when you start... If you start something that is clearly inevitably going to be a train wreck and just admit that it's a train wreck and then just once you have the eyes glued based on, oh, I can't wait to see what bad, what terrible thing happens next, you know. It's definitely you a can lazy that, device to get yourself out of bad writing. Like, But then you can have yeah. good writing and then just be like, I'm so glad I stuck through. Like, it's a, it, it, that's Operation Mindfuck right there. Absolutely. I mean, 
having watched 10 minutes of the show, I can promise you that there is no good writing in it. The third graders are out. That doesn't happen. But you know what? I criticize our culture for having a lack of imagination all the time. Cynthia Nixon getting finger blasted by an NB. I never would have thought of that. In a kitchen. Honestly, like, hey, you know what? Salute. (laughs) If that's the best we can do. Hey, well, American culture in its decline right there. Well, the other thing is that, you know, Sarah Jessica, I don't know why I know this much about it because I don't want to, but. Uh, Sarah, I know why, because you spend all time between naps reading about shows that you don't watch. I read Twitter and <laughs> I read, I read, I doom scroll Twitter in between my eyes closing and then people talk about it and I go, all right, that's a thought. Um, like the idea that her. Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim Cattrall's like public feud is actually just a ruse so that way they can have a re you know a, a reunion on show and everyone goes Wah! I mean maybe but people say same that, thing with the rock and Vin Diesel I was just gonna say that but they don't like each other like I think it's actually real I mean think about the money that's off the table by not having two charismatic actors on screen that's with each other saying. I don't think they don't that... they don't set up these elaborate conspiracies to just have reunion shows later Be- yeah because you can get more money from people later this is media QAnon. I, I, I don't buy it. I I believe in a lot of elaborate conspiracies. Like, I'll talk to you all day about JFK and the CIA connection, but I'm not willing to go there. Kim Cattrall just, you know, she doesn't like horse face. And that's the end of it. That's but the end Vin, of the story. But, you know, Vin and... Vin and The Rock don't like each other. I know, but yeah. the money is green. And if if no, 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 if no, no, then no. they work out percentage box office, and then oh, here's a you know spoiler Look, no, no, alert. No, no, here no, he no. is. I can't speak to Sex in the City, but I can t- tell you from my extensive research of the Vin Diesel and Rock's relationship <laughs> that listen, there was originally I think for Fast Eight, there was supposed to be a post credit scene that was a teaser for Hobbs and Shaw, uh-huh. and the movie oh, yeah, yeah. went to theaters with that post credit scene attached vin, vin diesel about it, yeah. got when he found out he got all of those reels pulled from theaters nationwide had that post credit scene clipped out and then they were resent out like in 48 hours so if you're telling me they they're just doing it for money there's no way that they would waste all of those resources doing something like that if the feud wasn't real. well the funny no thing, chance the funny thing that you're you know saying is that reels i mean they just were like oh fuck all right here's a new dropbox file just download that please uh this is actually an interesting it's way more complicated than that the thing you're correct that things don't go out on reels anymore but the like type of heart i mean you know the file for a hollywood movie is massive they have to send them like multiple um heavily encrypted hard drives that are like formatted a certain way they're Mm -hmm. called black magic they're like little they're little like all in one AV boxes, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's, no, it's not easy. You can't just clip things out. You can't like throw it in Adobe Premiere and be like, "Oh yeah, take that out." No. no. Well, anyway, what's feels next? Like it should. What's next on the list? Um, I'm so embarrassed that I've talked about Red Scare so much and Sex in the. I, am I gay? <laughs> I'm really beginning to question it now. I was just explaining it, and then you reacted. I know. I I'm the one with. I, the... I have stronger feelings about it than I have about COVID. Honestly. Okay, well, I'm not gonna. <laughs> Kidding. I'm, not, I'm not touching that one. Uh, fiber pills, Brazilian wax, Brazilian waxes, bidets. Wait, 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 wait. slow down again. Fi- fiber pills, I don't care about. Brazilian waxes in or out? Back, yeah, back, back, back again. Oh, okay, fine, great, good. Landing strips for everyone. It's weird because it never really left. Yeah, it did. No, I don't. I mean, I don't know anything about that. Um, 
Bidets, we know. In, of course. Been been on that. Uh, thank you so much. Microdosing Molly during the day. <laughs> people shouldn't do that, but I think tech people already do this. Probably. I'm like, just do meth. They've been you do- all just want to do meth. They've been doing LSD and mushrooms for a long time, so, I mean, I guess. Mm. I, I mean, God, it's so weird. Like, how can you work like that? I mean, I guess microdosing is very, very, you're probably fine. It's very subtle, but, like, you know, I know people that go to work high and stuff, and I'm like, how? I just don't get it. Like, how can you do anything? It's so debilitating. And also, like, I don't know, as a as a known drinker, imagine if that... I'm just micro-dosing wine throughout the day. <sighs> don't mind me. I mean, you could be French and just be like, oh, we're having wine at lunch. Yeah. I remember one time I was working a freelance job, and somebody... We were getting lunch paid for for us, and somebody I was with ordered a beer in the middle of the day, and I was like, whoa, that's like a real... That's a real move, you know. You could. But I mean, having one beer is not a big deal. No, if you're it's having just, big lunch, I mean, it sure. says a lot about Americans that we find that like shocking, distasteful. But yeah, yeah, it was weird. Um, if I'm having like a nice like walk around day, I'll have a, a beer with lunch. Sure, but on the job, like being, you know, I I would I would have felt afraid to do it even if I wanted it, just right. for the optics of it. Mm. To just do it like it was no big. You could you could pull it off though. He pulled it off. Like just what you know. With it's a lot of like, confidence. It's, it's not, not like you're deal. having four of them. No, I know, but it, this is in the context of like uh, the conversation about microdosing drugs. Right. right. Like it's weird what gets accepted and what not. Well, I don't know. You know, just take your dad grass to work and just be like, guys, I'm stepping out. I'll be right back. And people are like, are you high? And you're like, no, I'm on CBD. Honestly, I think people would actually be okay with that. I think they'd be like, wow, how woke. Or not, not woke. Even woke. It's just, I, I just don't, I think everyone knows that CBD doesn't do anything. Yeah. Um, picking up food in, delivery out, just because mm. too expensive, and I'm like, no. Uh, that's you know what, Ki- kind of yes, but my laziness is always going to outweigh going to pick something, up. an extra couple bucks. Yeah. Honestly, I don't. But it is true, delivery is getting way too expensive. No, yeah, even like Indian food, I was like, this was not. No, it's not cheap at all. I would. Uh, uh, I'm paying for all these plastic bins. Um, those are all the interesting ones. I thought there was pages and pages of this. Yeah, but some of them, I don't know anything. I don't know what it is. Keep going. Maybe I will. Oh, this one. Being an early riser, not to hustle or grind, but just to enjoy the day. Hey, I've been doing that this weekend, and it's really nice. It's improved my mood considerably. I've I've been in a really good mood all weekend, and I can chalk it up probably to that, honestly. To waking up before, like, 11. Waking up well before that, yeah. 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 Because you can get all your shit out of the way, and mm-hmm. then you're like, wow, I have so much freedom right now. I have so much time. Rather than yeah. packing packing things in, especially in the winter months, because when it gets dark, it's over. I don't know if it's yeah. a depression thing or like a body thing, but like I, after five o'clock in the winter, it's it's over for, for me. So to have like so much daylight, like today, man, I, I cleaned the whole house. I gave myself a haircut, and I went grocery shopping all before noon. That's not bad. And I was like, this That's is amazing. Yeah. I got home at like 12.20. You take a nap? No. Oh, well, you did it wrong. But I was able to edit an after show. I read a bunch of my book. Like, I did more th- I did more things. to. I usually say, like, my rule is, like, three to four things a day is too much. I did, like, six things today. And I was like, that's great. Six things is a lot of things. Yeah. And I was like, wow, normal people do this all the time. Uh-huh. And I bet eventually you can get up to, like, 12 things a day and it doesn't even feel weird. Yeah. You know? But I'm lo- I'm low functioning, I think. In general, <laughs> I I I I had this feeling the other day because I like woke up kind of early, but I I you know dawdled too much, 
and I obviously had to take a little bit of like a little soaky bathtub time, you know, which takes at least 20 minutes of soaking for any bodily, you know, relief. And then I was like, well, now it's 1130. Got to have some, some brekkies, another coffee. Okay. Oh, now it's 1230. Well, I just ate a carb heavy breakfast. I got to get a little nappy in, even though I just woke up at 930. Oh, I guess I'm not going to go see the Gober show. It's, you know, 145 and I'm not leaving the house. I keep forgetting about that show. I wish yeah. I would have remembered that. Chelsea's not open today anyway. No. Um. Apparently, it's like a little over overwrought. I don't know. I only heard about it from one person and they praised it. Yeah. So. I mean, it's a Gober show. It can't be bad. Yeah, but I know. I'm sure it'll be fine. His late work is kind of whatever to me, but apparently the drawings in it are really good, which is, you know. There's like two drawings. Um. Really? Oh, this is what that person, the the person that I talked to about it was only talking about the drawings. And he talked about one sculpture, which I saw on the website that looked good anyway. Yeah. I was like, ooh, a fountain. Love a fountain. I love moving things. Um, But um, yeah, I don't know. No, the thing is, you know, you you have to have a thrust to the day. Like, I think I'm going to use this one tab of acid that I have as a constant motivator. Like, wake up every day and be like, today's the day I'm going to do it. Because I need 12 hours to do it. So things have to happen like efficiently in, a timely manner, in order yeah. to make that possible. And that's what really got my ass going today. Like when I got up today, I usually dilly-dally around like you were describing. But I was like, no. Got to shower. I got to do gotta drugs later. We got to do, do these things in order quickly and get it done. And I turned out, it turned out I ran out of time anyway. Yeah. But like having to block out an enormous window like that for one thing. It can compress things that normally I would procrastinate about and spread out into a much tighter time frame. I think, I don't know, when it comes to like, you know, individual time management, I think we've talked about it before, like deciding that you're going to get a lot of stuff done ahead of time is a big factor of it. You know, whether that's carrot dangling is what yeah. is what you're describing or just going, well, I would like to get this, this and this done. You know, I or I need to do this. This is why I like like the other. I don't know. It's a lot of carrot dangling. Where you're like, you drop off your laundry one one day, but you're like, well, I gotta go get it, so I gotta get all this other stuff done before I go get the laundry. That's exactly what I'm talking about. There has to be some stakes to the carrot dangling because yeah. if you just block out a day and you're like, well, I have to do four things today, it's really easy for the space between those things to grow pretty wide. Yeah, you're like, well, I can squeeze in another chess game, or you know, whatever it is. Like, oh, I want to go to the mat, and I want to go to, um, I want to go shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna have lunch. Maybe take a little long, take a little extra stroll around. Right, Maybe right. let's just go to the frick while we're up here. Like, I do that where I'm like, totally. can I build in like three hours, and I'm over in this zone? Exactly. I need my zone time. Yeah, yeah. Like yesterday, I went to chess forum. Mm-hmm. You know, actually. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this in the first place. I forgot. Um, I was really embarrassed of our last episode. Why? Because I listened back to it and I got like so heated about the COVID bullshit. Mm-hmm. I was so like angry. I don't, I'm just embarrassed of talking about this anymore. Oh, I thought it was kind of... Some parts were funny. No, I thought it was a good episode. It was fine. I giggled laugh- laughing in the car. But it's just like, I'm sure... I don't know. I'm sure it's polarizing. And, I'm, and I just am embarrassed that it's like bothering me so much. And yesterday, I wasn't going to leave the house really at all. Like, I was just reading, you know, I was like, oh, this is fine. I'll just have, like, a slow day like I usually do on a Saturday. Then I was at, like, 4 o'clock. I was like, you know what? No. Like, I need to live my fucking life. I can't just complain about all this shit. I need to get up and And about. And then not do things, yeah. Do stuff. 
Yeah. So I just went out to the city and was like, you know, yeah, whatever. The things about the experience now bother me, but like, I'm not going to let it affect me. I'm going to go get my chest set. I'm going to go to the bookstore. I'm going to walk around. I'm going to take photos. It'll be cool. It's like a nice, it's a nice night, but it's cold. It has like a nice romantic vibe for New York. You know, a cold night walking around in Manhattan is interesting. It always is. But I'd like forgotten that over time because I just in my mind canceled out the possibility of being able to do it. Right. When really it's like it's all available. You got to just like get up and go. Yeah. And it's it's hard to get yourself motivated and do that. But it put me in such a better mood. So I was just walking around like, you know, people watching whatever, like a guy dressed like a rat running around in Washington Square Park. I was yeah, like, that there's, was very strange. there's so many freaks in the world. Oh, yeah. I you mean, know, yeah. The teenagers that like have little tables set up there trying to sell you like Delta eight fake weed and shit. It's just interesting walking from place to place. You know, I don't know what, what seeing who eats outside and who just goes to the restaurant is like a funny phenomenon, like all right, this stuff. It yeah. can, it can be not political. It can be not anger inducing. It can just be, you it know, is what it's it New is, York, yeah. you know, it just have fun with it. And that's nice. And you go to a new place you've never been to before. Like chess forum was cool. And everybody at chess forums, like, yeah, they're wearing masks or whatever, but like they're just getting on with it. Like those fucking the fucking nerds in there that are just like, I come here every day and pay yeah. to play chess with strangers. Yeah. It's weird. It's like original incels kind of. Like before there was 4chan and people could go online and complain about these things, you would just nut up and go to chess forum and play, you know, get your ass kicked by like the homeless men from the park in the winter. But uh, yeah, there's you know? also the old yeah. You have your all your old yeah. heads in there, but like you no, know. it's an interesting mix of people. I, I'm I'm being sarcastic, but I'm not trying to put them down. Yeah, don't. Much. That's a that's yeah. an you know don't talk shit about an institution. Of course not, and they're way smarter than me. I'll tell you what, right now I played I played a lot of chess in the last couple of weeks, and like it's really really hard to be good at. I really really admire people that are it's profoundly good at it. Yeah, I don't know. I, they drink wine out of paper cups. It's fun. I mean, you know, they hustle people for money. Hell like, yeah, that's a hell of a job. Sit in the park all day and take advantage of like pretentious that, idiots but, yeah. from Brooklyn. Well, yeah, just beating them. Sometimes just cheating because they don't even know. What? Apparently, the chess people in, especially the people that play by time oh. in the park, they cheat a lot. How do you cheat at chess? Well, like remember when we were playing last night? I got a new chess board, so Will and I were playing a couple games. How easy it is to overlook castling through check. Or being oh, in right, check and yeah. not realizing it. So they'll intentionally like not say check when they know they've checked the person. Oh, and if no. they don't see it, because they're playing when you're playing by time, I mean you're, uh, it's yeah. really fast. So like they'll do things like that. Or like they'll um like they'll go to ca- it's like sleight of hand tricks like a magician. Like they'll go to castle, but they'll also move another piece. Oh. Cause you, cause I don't do yeah. it because I can't, but like really good chess players castle with one hand. Oh. So it's just like this fluid motion of like picking them up with with your sets of fingers and and switching yeah. them. So they'll do that and like move a pawn too. Like they cheat. It's oh. it's easy to cheat. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I would love to be the person going. Can you put that pawn back the fuck where it came from? Good luck. I mean, it's hard. I feel like I'd be like, give me, give me your money now. Some of the best chess videos on YouTube are like well-known grandmasters that. Um, you know, people don't know their faces, but they like know their names. Yeah. So they'll like go to the park or like go to a local institution like Chess Forum and just pretend to be a regular Joe and go to like the best hustlers there, the quote best hustlers, mm-hmm. and just like beat them in eight moves or just like, you know, play really fast with them and they're just toying with them. Like I watched one video, I think with you, yeah, where the guy is like, the grandmaster guy is conducting a conversation with like three other people and the chess hustler is trying his Sweating. hardest Sweating. and he would normally be able to beat anybody instantly. And yeah. this guy's just dispatching him without even like paying attention to what yeah. he's doing. 
It's amazing. I don't know. That's why. Yeah, that's why I like. You know, I always think it's funny when, you know, when you're like, you know, playing with a person is so much different because again, like the analytic driven moves are so much of the thing now right and then you have me calling my pawn steve one steve two and steve three yeah and <laughs> what you, you call the rooks clerics you have names for all the pieces that don't correspond to their chess names well the white the village idiots my village idiots and steves are all pawns yeah and then you have you know if you're playing white you have your rabbis and then if you're playing the black set hoteps problematic but okay sure uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think that's the most racist thing that's ever been outwardly said on this podcast. What? It's funny to me. <laughs> I think. I think. You know, if I pulled three black people and be like, "Thoughts on hoteps?" They'd be like, <laughs> and I'd go, "All right, great." Um, I think it depends what class of people, that, what class of black people you're coming from. There's a lot of hoteps, man. Like mm-hmm. on ironic. I think I maybe actually don't understand what a hotep. Is. I don't know if I understand it completely, but I think what a hotep is, is someone that believes that the ancient Egyptians were black and that civilization as we know it, Western civilization, is an African invention, not a European one. Conservative, religious, conspiracy, loving, family values, you know, goes into like... Well, there's a lot to it, but but like that's basically the root of it, is that the origins of civilization are black, not... Uh, Middle Eastern and white. Well, I mean, you know, the whole area of the, you know, cradle of civilization was all the flavors. Well, no, of of course, but like it, it's pretty, it's pretty clear that ancient it, Egyptians weren't black Africans. No, they were racist against the Sudanese down yeah, down yeah. south. I mean, shit, yeah. we know this. Like, it's been written. Um, A lot of rappers are hoped hoteps. Like, if you listen carefully to lyrics, you'll you'll catch hints of it. Oh well, either yeah. way. It's clerics nonetheless so anyway yeah the chess pieces um yeah yeah you you, you kind of have to have to have that because otherwise i'm like i don't know i don't know what i'm doing but i know enough well what you were saying was that it's interesting to play with a live person yeah i mean it it depends in what context though because like if you go to chess forum and you play with a live person like two similarly um rated players are gonna play just like you play online right I mean, it's just a question of you know memorizing certain openings and stuff. But yeah, it's always interesting to play with play with a person, especially when the skill set is mismatched. Yeah, in yeah. any direction. Yeah, uh, because it's then then the game's really live. It doesn't matter like how how much you know about what should happen. Yeah, you tried to explain to me points, and I was like, I don't want to know. I don't care. I mean, yeah, I'm that, hunting that, horses today, and I'm taking just, out horses. I mean, that's just a super basic thing. <laughs> I don't care though. I, I know, but because th- the only thing that I'm thinking about is looking at all of wh- every way that your pieces can move. Well, that's all that anybody's thinking about. Well, eh, some people are like, "Well, I can move this way, but it's maybe helpful. I'll get there." Like when you're young and new, or whatever. Well, look, there's certain t- there's certain types of information that you don't really need to know, but like what pieces are better than other pieces is a thing you should know. Yeah, I know. I have I, my favorites though. Well, what in- what ends up happening, frankly, is that it's fun to play with a live person but if you're not interested in learning the basics like that and don't want to improve in that way it's it rapidly becomes less fun mm-hmm. because if you're making irrational moves that are bad it's just too easy to win well that's insane i like you know 
I don't do that. Well, yes, you do. That's why I was oh, trying. Well. You know, it's not. I'm not trying to be mean, but it's like that's why I was trying to explain to you that, like, hey, a rook has a higher point value than a horse. Like, don't let me take your rook right now. Mm. And you're like, no, but I'm hunting horses today. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, if you want to let me take your rook, like, it means I'm going to win. Like, the, uh, yeah. the rest of the game is pointless. Oh well, you know. Mm. Chess is an interesting game because there is so much memorization to it. I think that's why it doesn't appeal to a lot of people because it's not as intuitive of, of a game as it initially seems. It only gets intuitive again at a really, really high end level. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, but you have to be able to see the end game um, throughout the game. Like, oh, every time a piece moves, you should be able to see. I can't do this, but you should be able to see twenty-five moves later. That's hard to do. Like but. like most, uh, you know, like the World Chess Championships that just happened, I forget how many games they played. I want to say it was more than 11. It's in the teens somewhere. But only two or three of those games aren't draws mm-hmm. because both players can see the rest of the game, the whole game. Right. Because th- the other thing is they don't make mistakes. They don't make blunders. They make mistakes. That's, oh. wh- that's why in chess there's the different categories. There's blunders, mistakes, and missed wins. Oh, um, because everybody makes mistakes, but a blunder is when your mistake is catastrophic and you lose something you didn't intend to. Mm. Really good chess players don't make don't really make blunders, but a mistake can be like, I think in twenty moves this is what the board's going to look like, and you're wrong. That's a mistake, oh. not a blunder. You didn't lose anything as a result of that. You just miscalculated like what How your was opponent look, yeah. was going to do. Right. Yeah. Hmm. And miss wins is just if you like have the opportunity to check somebody and you don't, or right. checkmate somebody and you don't do it. Which why would you ever do that? Well, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Grandmasters don't do that. No, you gotta find a new name for them. Why? Because of the KKK Association. Yeah, it's a little Listen, too. Chess predated that, I so know. they took it from them. Nerds. Also, they're grand dragons in the KKK. Let's give them their due here. Yeah, but they have wizards and hoo has and yeah, grand wizards. What the. What? You know, if you're going to be racist, can you just not be a fan of, like, Final Fantasy? Like, get your shit together. Good God. I don't know. It kind of makes sense to me. Mm. You know, Final Fantasy or, like, World of Warcraft people and KKK? Not that far apart, really. Especially in the online community these days. I don't know. You you spent a lot of time playing StarCraft during Pandy. Listen, don't lump StarCraft in with World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy. It's not the same. I don't know. I don't know what the difference is. It's a real-time strategy game. Uh... The others are MMORPGs, and I don't appreciate the collapsing of the distinction. Again, some of us just play the Zelda and cut down grass to find rupees <laughs> and wheat. Yeah, you play Zelda like you play chess. I'm just hunting trees today. Yeah. I'm just looking for fairies in the trees I'm today. looking for I'm Koroks, actually, motherfucker. I'm not actually playing the missions. No, I already did the missions. Mm-hmm. Missions, missions been done. Sometimes you've got to kill a Lionel. You're like, fuck you. And then sometimes you get your ass handed to you. It's fun. Like, I, I don't think you can, like... Did you see they're making a GoldenEye remake for Xbox? We don't need this. It kind lives. of makes me want to buy an Xbox just to get the high-res GoldenEye. You don't need it. I looked at screenshots from it, and I was like, damn, I want this you really want that? bad. Yeah. Okay. Well, Xboxes are ugly machines. I understand that, but I used to have an Xbox when it first came out. With the green glowy thing? Just to play Halo. I never bought any other game. I only had an Xbox for Halo specifically, and uh-huh. I, now I think with GoldenEye High Res, oh, they've boy. got me on the line for another Xbox coming up. Do you, do you know the story of... Uh, I don't know if this is 
true or internet lore like the guy who made the xbox like also like got like ancient sourdough starter what no like one of the guys at microsoft who developed it um like gathered like from the inside of a pot like the starter like the yeast like ancient yeast or whatever and then made a, an old school sourdough boule and that's where the x came from wow really or like afterwards he then carved the x and was like that's you know i care i i like sourdough that's where that Xbox he had his logo. eureka moment on some ancient sourdough or like he was doing it like for himself and sure. then was like now i got money i'm gonna make ancient sourdough i don't know if this is true it was a, a, a tweet thread or a tweet thread that came from tumblr which you know that's where the credibility falls apart if he was a hotep he would have found ancient pumpernickel okay there's no such thing um Germanic pumper? No, that doesn't that doesn't work. That that only works with color, and that's not you know. That's <laughs> and too, that's racist. That's racist. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Having a goof with chess pieces and calling them calling the bishops hoteps is just funny. And a little. Yeah. <laughs> we have to edit all of that out. I know. What does this podcast turn into? <laughs> I'm ranting and raving about COVID in a reactionary way, and now we're just being racist. I know. I don't Green even know. Green and Lewis I... has declined, folks. This is the last year of Green and Lewis. Boy, I well, almost certainly. Oh boy. I mean, I'm just waiting for a good old fashioned. I want to take this into the physical sphere. What? What does that mean? That scares me. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, you know, I think like, you know, if we have Bed Stuy Art Supply or whatever the fuck going on down the street, why don't we have Green and Lewis, the physical space? Go to a place, you record the podcast, and then you put up shows of the people who, the six people who listen, bulk up some CVs. So you you want to use the cumulative uh, twenty dollars a month to somehow fund a physical location? Yeah, sure. For what? So that we can leave the microphones up? Yeah. So I don't have. And to... we have to travel to do this. Do you think it would ever happen if we had to travel to do this? Yeah. No. If it was like around the block. I mean, listen. Hey, one of these days... I love spending my money erratically. One of these days when we finally have our hundreds of thousands of listeners that we deserve, <laughs> and we don't have to have jobs because all the Patreon pay pigs fund our... Can you our, not call the three people pay pigs? Our luxurious lifestyle. Wait, 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 wait. You said $25? We've added some Patreons. <laughs> I think we have four or five. I don't know. Um, the metrics are going up. <laughs> all right. But yeah, one of these days when we're making like $118,000 a month come down, we will... Excuse me? Yeah. We will... $118,000 a month? Yes. It might be 108, but anyway, it's over 100000 now. But yeah, then, then we'll... Excuse me? Then we'll get... A it. month? They... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they're... Cl- I'm they're... never recording a podcast again unless I get that fucking money in my bank account. They're millionaires, yeah. Ugh. I hate everything about all culture all the time. Hey, I mean, uh, a Come Town clip hit the front page of Reddit the other day, so it's gone. It's gone full normie now. Oh, that's the death knell. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, but hey, I would do almost anything for fifty grand (sighs) a month. So that was forty grand a month. Yeah, but if it was just the two of us, ooh, fifty grand a month. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, we'd be better. I would say whatever you want me to say at that point and just keep saying it. 
just for yuck yucks and getting dollars. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, then we'd have to re-record it. You know, Taylor's version of Green and Lewis. We should do that as a way to end this podcast. When we hit 150 episodes, let's just go in reverse. And I'll make an outline for each episode, and we'll just try to have the same conversation again. <laughs> oh, meta. Actually, you know what? No, that's too much work. And I'm, I'm not going to do it for every episode, but one of these days, I'm going to You want to revisit a topic? I'm going to pick an episode. We revisit topics all the time. But well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to re-listen to an old episode, and I'm going to make an outline for it. Uh-huh. And I'm going to sit here and have the outline and not tell you what's on it and see how close we can make the conversation be. I want to see if I can, you know, if we can lead each other down the primrose path of exactly the same thought patterns, which I know for sure we already do all the time anyway. Well, that's just, okay. Anyway, <sighs> anyway we're, we've gone too long and this episode was really bad. So I'm kind of hoping. It wasn't bad. It just took, took turns. Kind of hoping maybe we can recover this and do a little switcheroo. Do a little after, <laughs> after yeah. Roo show. Yeah. Okay, well then hit the stop.